Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of In That Number. Today we're here to discuss the signing of Jay Adams from Birmingham City and joining us will be Birmingham fans and hosts of Birmingham Fan TV, James and Emily. They'll be joining us shortly. Um, I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Follow me on Twitter at RayHunt84. My co-host, Kevin Milverton, on at MoscowMush. Follow the show at Number Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions, you can email us on in that number podcast at gmail.com. Allow me to bring in my co-host, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. All right, you big prick. All right, yeah, tasty, hairy spanner. <laughs> tasty, hairy spanner. I just video called you and just realised how hairy you are. So you're getting, yeah, yeah. getting quite hairy. No, I just suit you then. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. Jesus-like. Jesus-like, yeah. yeah. Um, at least superficially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, you're right, yeah? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm just uh, it's, it's quite an exciting summer in respect of Saints and uh, my big uh, holiday and travels. I've got planning. There's nothing better, isn't there, is there than uh, planning yeah, trips? Yeah, all right. I'm stuck here, just waiting for the football to start again. Yeah, well, you've got that uh, friendly against Con to look at. I look forward to. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the tickets to come out for the uh, match against Feyenoord. So yeah, hopefully have some uh, pre-season fun before the the Premier League starts. Yeah, looking forward to. It. Um, actually, I went to that. Um, something I wanted to talk about quickly. I went to that Saints Fest on Saturday. Oh yeah. Um, it was all right. It was not. I took I took Caitlin along. Um, she loved it. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was a pretty warm day. I didn't stay as long as I'd like because of the weather, and I'm, you know what I'm like with the sun. But um, yeah, it was good. It was um, it was fun. Was it more for the kids or? Um, I'd say yeah. Generally, around the stadium with all the um, interactive games that they had set up, um, they, had, they brought a beach. Was it the Costa del Saints. The Costa del Saints. That's <laughs> right. Um, and a lot of games. And Caitlin was trying some dribbling drills. She was crap. She was totally crap. She had a go. <laughs> Got some work to do, yeah. Yeah. And the, the kit launch that didn't happen. That, that, the uh, kit launch that didn't happen. That though. video they released was a bit prophetic then, as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't quite know. I still don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, it was, um, it was a good day. It was fine.
This is ITN, In That Number News. Okay, so, yeah, we've got, uh, obviously, a big, big news item here today uh, with us signing Jay Adams, but I will come on to that later. But, yeah, the other big news is, of course, that uh, our local lad, Matt Target, has now gone 15 million to Villa. Um, yeah, I mean, he's from, from Eastleigh, isn't he? And, uh, he's yeah, local lad, yeah. Been with the Saints for the last 15 years, and, and now he's gone. It's so kind of a sad moment, and did you see on social media the little um, announcement he put out? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's just, um, it's sad to see him go away. I mean, he's put a lot of time for this. He's got, he still has got a lot of time for this club, it's clear. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's sad to see him go, but, I mean, that money was, you just couldn't turn that down for a player that's going to be you know, back up, left back for us. It hasn't had, didn't have a great season last year. Started to pick up a little bit, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, he's just Ryan Bertrand's understudy at the moment, isn't there? And so it doesn't seem that there's much perspective here for, for him for the next few years. So I think it's a great deal all round. It's good for us. It's good for him. Good for Villa. Um, and yeah, best of luck to him. Yep. Um, yeah, other news, we've got Danny Ings permanently now, I mean we knew that was going to go ahead on the 1st of July, uh, anyway it's obviously just a bookkeeping thing, but yeah, he's here for four years, 18.72 million, yeah. Just hope he can stay fit. Yeah, and you think, well, for a striker of that age, that pedigree, oh, I think that's actually not that bad a price, is it, so even if he is injury prone, and we do love Danny. Yeah, one of our own. A um, lot more big news. There's a huge shake-up in the boardroom. <laughs> a huge shake. Oh, no. <laughs> a huge shake-up. <laughs> no, we haven't got an oil-rich Arab buying out our club. Um, we, yeah, we've already got <laughs> uh, everyone's favourite Chinaman. Uh, he's done that already. Um, so, yeah, um, after Ralph Kruger's gone, we now have, wait for it, Chairman Gao. Yep. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> He's the new chairman of uh, Saints Parents Parent Company, uh, St Mary's Football Club. Um, so yeah, he's going to be basically running the club from China. Whoopee! Brilliant. So yeah, he's mm. got a, a Chinese dictator. Lovely. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Swiss beauty Catherine Liebherr. She's back on the board, uh, along with Gal's daughter Nelly. So, okay. okay, I mean, she's still got uh, a thumb in, a pie, in the pie, so to speak. Yeah. So, I suppose that's some sort of redeeming feature. Uh, Martin Simmons, he's going to be the CEO. Yeah, I see that. Um, I don't, Toby, I don't know how to, what to feel about that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll see in the years to come how this new corporate structure is going to affect the running of the club. But I suppose on the football side, what can we say? Things are working out I suppose I mean we're getting players in we, we're moving players on so mm, not enough for my, for my liking but well, it's early days of course yeah um, but yeah business operations that's going to be down to Toby Steele and Ross Wilson he's the director of football operations and that leaves Martin Glover as the chief scout and Matt Hales is the academy director so, I th- as from memory I think that's all of the Positions filled, isn't it? I think they've just yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. You've definitely gone on to more than what I read. Yeah, I mean they they've kind of just shuffled everyone about. Everyone's uh, jumped up a rank, as it were. Uh, so yeah, it looks like we've got our, our corporate and uh, football structures in place for the new season. So hopefully that will give us a bit of stability. Absolutely, yeah. Um, other, I mean, we've got a couple of youngsters that have come in. Uh, Benny Smales Braithwaite, he's signed his first yeah, contract. Striker, 17 years old, um, came from Man City last year, and he's been playing for the under-18s, and he's under contract now until June 2022. So yeah, we might might see him brought in in the odd cup game. Yeah, maybe not, but yeah. Well, I mean, never know. Yeah, <laughs> depends who we draw and in the FA Cup, obviously. But um, yeah, and of course, yeah, as I mentioned, those tickets for the friendly against FC Cone. They go on sale tomorrow, so yep, snap them up quick because it's going to be our only pre-season fixture. So you can get yourself a bargain. I think they're twenty quid, aren't they? Yeah, about that. Yeah, I'll um, I'll be there getting mine. Yep, oh. yep, getting early. Okay, mm. so on to our transfer rumours. Uh, you know, I do love a, a juicy transfer rumour. Right. Okay, I'm going to switch off for this. 
Okay, well, I mean, there was a rumour about us being interested in a player from Italy, 20-year-old mm. Spezia striker, uh, Okariki. But, um, yeah, I think now that we've got Che Adams in, I think that's going to be old hat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's done. I think it might, some of these rumours might have been kind of double bluffs on the uh, part of things. You know, we're already interested in other strikers, so, yeah, soldier. And then, bang, yeah, next day. Yeah. Signing announced. Um, yeah, the other, the only real one that I think's got any weight to it is uh, 24-year-old Bristol City and ex-Gate defender Adam Webster. Ooh, what's this? Yeah, this is news to me. So yeah, he's valued at 30 million. May made 47 appearances for them last season, scored a few goals. Um, he was rejected by Saints as a youngster uh, before joining Pompey. <laughs> And yeah, made its way to Ipswich and now Bristol City. But yeah, 30 million for a defender. But that's a lot. That's the position we need. So I think that's all we're going to be hearing transfer rumours about now is about defenders. Hopefully, hopefully, need to keep bringing. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to hear. I mean, I'm hearing um, strikers all over the place coming in, but we don't need any more now. I'd like, I'd like to think if, if Danny Ings can stay fit and, and Shay Adams, um, I think. You know, those two are fine. I don't forget we've still got Charlie Austin. Shane Long. We've still got Oberfemi. We've still got Gallagher. We've still got Long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm, I just think we need to... I don't know that Target's gone. We need to get rid of who? We need to get rid of Stevens. We need to, you know, bring in you know, one solid centre-back and maybe a full-back. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a centre-back and then, you know, even if that was just it, I think I'd be more than pleased. Um, yeah, that being said, um, outgoings... Uh, Sheffield United apparently interested in Austin. I see that, yeah. Yeah, apparently Saints. We're looking for about 20, ten million from ten million. Yeah, I think that's that'd be good if we could. Steep. Yeah, I yeah, think I that's, that's, that's quite steep. I can't see anybody paying that for for Charlie Austin. Plus, yeah, United have still got Betty Sharp, so yeah, mm. uh, that that could be an interesting pairing. But hey, I mean, maybe yeah. they're going to need you know all the goals they can get to try and stay in the league. So yeah, why not ten million? They're in the Premier League. Got a lot of money now. Yeah. If they've got the money. Yeah, I think they, at any Premier League Cup can find £10 million for a striker. And, yeah, the other outgoing is that Villa aren't satisfied with taking one Saints defender. Uh, they also are interested in Jack Stevens. So oh, my God. Fucking pinch me. Yeah. <laughs> Please let this be true. Um, yeah, I, I saw that. I thought, like, I was reading it, and it was like, so Villa could spend, like, £25 million on our shittest defenders. But, yeah. That's brilliant. I think we'll probably have a laugh with uh, with the Brummies about this one. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can talk to them about this. But yeah, but if um, um, if any Villa scouts are listening, Jack Stevens is the greatest defender to have ever donned a Saints shirt. We love him. Yeah. We love him here. Yeah. All right. Okay. My inter- my traditional international roundup. I'm um, we'll focus on the African Cup of Nations. Chinepo's uh, Mali uh, in the opener against Mauritania. That ends in a. 4-1 victory for Mali. Um, Ginepo actually came close to scoring when it was 1-0, but he had his shot saved. Uh, the Eagles, they then drew 1-1 with Tunisia. Mm-hmm. Um, Musa played the first 75 minutes of the match. There was the, an own goal from former Saint Mouez Hassan, the keeper before uh, England enemy, Wabi Hazri, equalised. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ginepo was on the bench as Mali beat Angola 1-0. Uh, they topped Group E and they faced... I saw that. Yeah. Faced Ivory Coast in the last 16 on Monday. Did you um, get to watch... I watched the highlights of the Mauritania match. That was quite good. He, he wasn't in it a lot, was he? No. The Mauritania. I know, even though they, you know, they banged in four goals, but I didn't see enough of Ginepo. Um, yeah. Which I'm not sure how I feel about... Why I didn't really bother with watching the Tunisia or Angola matches, they were, probably weren't really humming us. And uh, to be honest, I mean, <laughs> watching 90 minutes of uh, England against Tunisia was painful enough without me watching them play Mali. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. No offence, Eagles. Um, yeah, um, on to our little upstart, Sofiane Buffal. Um, yeah, in, uh, in Morocco's 1 0 over Namibia, he uh, played as a substitute. Um, he also came on in the 75th minute to see Lapa 1-0 win over the Ivory Coast and he was an unused substitute as Morocco beat South Africa 1-0 again 1-0 <laughs> 1-0 mm. so it's stable it's like Arsenal yeah clean sheets um, or, or Claude Puel team has finished top of Group D 
Um, so yeah, uh, they, they finished off with Group D. Uh, so yeah, they didn't uh, face each other. They could have, I suppose. But um, yeah, yeah, they've got... Uh, they play against Benin for a spot in the quarterfinals on Friday. So yeah, that might be might be worth a watch. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it for my international roundup. Hi, I'm Matt Letizier, and thank you for listening to In That Number. Right now, let's bring in our guests, James and Emily from Birmingham Fan TV. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. No worries, Ray. Um, yeah, a bit short notice. I kind of like sprung this on you. Um, I think it was was it Monday? I sort of like put the uh, <laughs> message out there. It was sometime earlier this week, wasn't it? But no, it's a delight to be on. So thank you for having us. Oh, that's brilliant. No, I know you're you're like pretty busy these next couple of days. Didn't you say you were going away on holiday? Yeah, we're going to America with my family, so that'll be fun. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah, so th- for you to actually come on and like spare us some time is amazing. So I didn't think this was going to happen, but yeah. So thank you, thank you very much. That's fine. I'm sure we'll return the favour at some point when we uh, when we start climbing the table. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you know, we'll probably go down before you know, not for too long. So. Yeah, well, so hang on, you're saying that our chances of going down are more than theirs of going up? Uh, <laughs> yes, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, before we um, discuss um, the chairdoms, um how are you both anyway? Are you, are you, are you cool? All good? Yeah. Having, having a good week? Yeah, yeah, busy, busy week, obviously, you know, obviously prepping for holidays, but, um, you know, the, the, the transfer season's hot enough, um, the season's getting closer. Obviously, Birmingham City being Birmingham City, they are self-destruct mode 101. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, things are getting things are getting heated, so obviously the channel's taking off, obviously ready for the new season. We've got some new sponsorships waiting in the wings that we're trying to tie up loose ends with, oh, wow. but we're hoping to announce the next couple of days, so that'll be exciting. Um, and outside of that, yeah, it's, it's busy trying to obviously hold it all down with the job, so yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, so, Birmingham Fan TV... Yes. Uh, how long have you been going for, and like, what was the idea behind starting up? So we both we actually met at UCFB Wembley. We met at university, um, and I moved to Birmingham with you, didn't I? And you've been going down the blues for your whole life, ever since you were through. Was like two weeks old. Oh God, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's a lifelong <laughs> So. We both study football, business and media, so it just made sense to us to start up a fan channel, and I started going down to the Blues three seasons ago now and fell in love straight away after a month of being with you. That was it. So we we combined our love of media, business and the Blues together to make Birmingham Fan TV, really. Yeah. Um, I think when did we start? It started last season. I kind of thought, um, I'll give it a crack. I knew a few friends that run a few. Um, I don't know if you've ever come across uh, 100% Chelsea. No. Uh, um, no, they run the big Chelsea channel um, on YouTube. You can look them up. They, um, the, the guy that runs that decided to, he said, you know, you should give it a crack. You're quite good at it. Um, obviously, there's an open market there, so I decided to go for it. And obviously, I've been going ever since the start of last season. It's progressively growing. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time and effort. As you guys, I'm sure, know with the editing, with all the, the hours you're putting on social media, it's, it's not easy, but it, it's enjoyable, and obviously, um, oh, yeah. you do it for your club, don't you, let's be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, I do all the editing side, but Kev does all the social media. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I wouldn't trust myself to do that, but I, I don't even trust myself to do the editing, but, you know, we get it done. Um, and we only started, we started last season as well, didn't we, Kev? It's about this time last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was like, let's, let's get a podcast going, and I was like, let's, um, let's maybe try and start it in January. Yeah. to give us like you know half the season to prepare for it and Kevin was like no let's do it now let's get it done before the season starts yeah and I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to decide when to start up a, a, a fan channel as such um, you know I, I've always believed in doing it in the pre-season um, but January would make sense because if you give yourself a half a trial season um, yeah. just the waters a bit and then obviously you crack on from there and give it a good push this season but obviously you guys are doing fine as it is you you um, made that jump and, and obviously it's worked out for you in the end well so. there's, there's quite a lot of Saints podcasts out there so we like we are by far the, the one that gets the least amount of listeners but we're just <sighs> we're just like starting to build up and, it and we're starting to get away fans on this season so yeah we've got big plans you know coming ahead but 
that's it, yeah. Yeah, well, the podcast, the Saints podcasts are like busters. There was like no Saints podcast for years, and then uh, three come along at once. Yeah. So yeah. I've got four, yeah. four or five now. Yeah, yeah, we've got competition, so... Um, we all complement each other, surely. Yeah, that, that's yeah. it. They are, we are all friendly with them, with each other. So yeah, that's a good thing. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like a, a complement of each other, really, in the way, shouldn't it? You uh, all, you all have different strengths, and but you're all for one club at the end of the day. So it's yeah, that's a, it. Yeah. Nice little community, isn't it? Really? It is, yeah. yeah, and we've had um, guys on on our show, and we've been on theirs. So you know, yeah, it's it's a it is a nice little community that we've got going. So, but we love it. Right. Um, okay, let's just dive right into the Che Adams signing. Um, so it's a five-year deal, about fifteen million pounds. Yep. So initially, we had a bid turned down back in January in the region of about ten million. Um, that's what yep. we were hearing. Um, and then another bid at the end of May, but it didn't meet Birmingham's demands. Yep. Um, and actually, Kev, when we recorded last time, it looked as though the deal was off. I mean, when did yeah. it record? Two weeks ago, was it? Um, yeah, it just cooled off, and then we were in. I think we were interested in another. Is it that Nigerian? Um, I mean, but there's Okariki. been a few, There's Okariki and there's yeah. Augustan, and there's a load of other other players that have been linked with. Strikers, but, uh, yeah. And yeah, bluffing and double bluffing from both sides, but yeah, it's finally gone through. They yeah, and then just just that number just come through. Um, mm. the price was done. Um, pretty stupid question, but how do you guys feel about it now? I mean, like, is, is it was it something that you were expecting, or was it is it like really really hard to take? Yeah, both, isn't it? Really, I mean, we were definitely expecting it, but I think, didn't think I personally didn't think he was going to go for fifteen million. I thought it was going to be a little bit more than that. Um, however, playing devil's advocate like I normally do, he's only had one very good season so far, so I guess that's where the price tag is at. But it, it depends the way you look at it, really. I'm always the devil's advocate. You're yeah. more the positive light. So yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody was doubting he was going to go. It was it was inevitable. Um, when you're a championship club, you become the feeder club. You become the stellar club. Oh God, we know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> just look at Liverpool's team. It's just full of space players. Yeah, I was going to say your Liverpool's feeder club I guess, as well known as well documented as. We, we won the Champions League this year. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I don't know why they're... Our B team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's tough to take. Uh, in, the, in the simple fact that you've got to replace 23 goals from last season. Mm. Not easy. I mean, Lukas Jukovic uh, scored 14 this year as well. Um, oh, wow. So the strike, the strike pairing between them were, were pretty awesome last season. And obviously... That's the yeah. That's so goals. Yeah, and I was going to talk about... You know, Jukovic possibly having some interest as well this summer. But regardless, Adams is a good player. I, I, the, when we signed him all the way back when Gary Round was in charge, um, I was a keen admirer of him from Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. I've watched him kind of, for them, come through the ranks at local teams. At Ilkeston, I think it was. And the kid, the kid had all the attributes for a top, top player. It reminded me very much of like an Andre Gray sort okay. of figure. Um, and I'd still would kind of compare him, that's probably his closest comparison. Obviously, they've got their own features, but Shea is a good player. I, am I disappointed to get 15 million? Uh, ever so slightly, but that's me just being, having my blues tinted goggles on. Well, uh, I, don't, I mean, <clears throat> that actually leads into my next question, because I was going to ask, do you think 15 million was too low? Because, I mean, I said to you, Kevin, on our last show, that why are we dragging our heels over a couple of million pounds? I mean, we we should be willing to pay around twenty million for a young English powerful and a proven goal scorer, and I think you know the current market dictates that. So I don't know why. So a year and a half. The hills. It's just a year and a half ago, we paid uh, eighteen million for oh, Guido Carrillo. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sent yeah. out on loan last year, and he's back. Um, so we're still trying to get a buyer for him. Can we interest you in him? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we, well, there's money in the pot now, but I don't know where the money's going to go this summer. We've been linked with a, a Croatian lad this morning that um, Leeds are going to, I think Calvin Phillips is going to Villa, or potentially going to Villa. God, Villa are on the, they're after everyone. They're after everyone, yeah. Calvin Phillips goes there, Leeds want to replace him with this Croatian lad, but we've put a bid in this morning, I think it's like three and a half million. Wow. I'm guessing that's where the, your money's going. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I, you know, I've got a few sources close to the club. And from what I know, that the, the add-on fees for Adams were quite extortionate. 
um, we've got some good add-on fees there with, with um, obviously if you sell them on as well, there's a big sell-on fee there. Um, I think it was like 25%, something stupid like that. Yeah, I think Liverpool will be waiting in the wings. Yeah, I'm hoping that as well. That's what I'm kind of hoping that two-year period goes and uh, <laughs> kind of get the buyback from that one. But altogether, 15 million. I'm not too. I'm not overly upset, but at the same time, you know, I, if, I'd have, if we could have pushed for 20 up front, I wouldn't have. You know, I wouldn't yeah. have in cash. In cash, yeah. <laughs> I, I I do think 20 was a fair. Yeah, a fair assessment, and you know, I think you should help out these clubs. I really do. Um, for a player like that, I mean. <laughs> I, I like what I see. What I've seen, I've only seen little amounts, but um, I do, I do like it. Um, he fits the mould of what um, Ralph Hasenhut was trying to do here, I and mean, he should suit our style of play, a high press, energetic style now. Yeah. Um, and these are the players that you know you want to fill that role. So, so he's what, he's 22. I think he's 23 next Saturday. I think. So he's fit. Around that, yeah. He's big. He's pretty speedy. He's hungry. He's he's quite a confident lad. I've seen his interviews. Um, yeah, it seems pretty good. But like, you, I mean, you guys are the experts, so you need to educate us on Shay Adams. Um, how good can he be? Um, I, I, I mean, I'm guessing like you said that he only had one good season. Yeah, yeah. Because last season for us was so poor um, in the sense that we had financial fair play looming over us, and it was just a bit of a mess, wasn't it? Um, Shay Adams really was the saviour, and without him. We would we wouldn't have gone down. So we have our blue tinted goggles on, as you say, saying that we think he's brilliant um, because he saved us. But his strike partnership with Lukas Jukovic was second to none, um, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but that's also biased. But Shay Adams can play on his own. He's, he's mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know how how good he can be. The, the kid can be what he wants. He can be as good as. As he wants to push himself to be, um, we were thinking sort of England call up mm. potentially. Um, he he's an ex, he's an outstanding player. He's a great character. Uh, the, the lad's got his feet firmly on the ground, and that's you know massive in a player. Perfect, yeah. Not he's not a cocky young lad. He's never been that. Every time that we've seen him down the blues, he's such a nice, grounded person. Mm. Um, the reason he only had one good season, in my opinion, you know, like I say, big admirer when he came in. He started okay under Rowett. Rowett got sacked. He was in and out of the team. Um, obviously, the club itself has been in turmoil for the last couple of years. We've had, I don't know, four man, I think six managers or five managers while he's been at the club. Wow. Yeah, he's never been able to find a steady partnership until last season, until Monk obviously came in and, you know, formed that partnership with Jukovic, and that's obviously where he's blossomed, and it's it's not, it wasn't a surprise to me to, to see him, you know, on the score sheet so many times last season. He had all the attributes of the, the few seasons before, and showed it in glimpses, but was never um, a consistent performer, I think, personally, due to issues off the field, on the field with the whole team. So the kid can be what he wants, if I'm completely honest. Uh, how do you think they're going to um, live without each other then? Um, well, you know, you've said that we do have a perfect also replacement in, in Isaac Vassell. Harry Redknapp, when he bought him in, he, um, he was, he was he? raving about him. We, we signed him for, I think it was one and a half million from Luton uh, two years ago now. Um 21 when we signed him and Redknapp was saying how good this kid is, the best player he's ever sort of bought in as a young talent. Really? Um, wow. Of like Defoe's level. Um, and I think Tony Pulis put a bid in from, from Middlesbrough uh, in January, just gone, because Redknapp had told him to go after him. Marcel had a big injury though with a knee injury. He was out for nine, ten months. So he's, he's not really been in the team and obviously he couldn't shift Adams out. So you'd have thought that, as it stands, he'll, he'll partner Jukovic next season. Um but Adams will need to find himself a partner if you're to get the best out of him, if, if I'm you know, perfectly honest. Can he play up front by himself? Yes, but I don't think you're going to get the best out of him. Well, I think we've, we've got a lot of enough players around that can play with him. I and mean, we've got... We just Redmond. Got, we've got Red, well, yeah, Redmond plays, plays off the left. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we've, got, uh, we've got Charlie Austin, who we're trying to ship. Um, we've got Shane Long... Yeah, and we've got um, Danny Ings, and we've got a couple of youngsters like Michael Oberfemi and, and Sam Gallagher. But you know, we don't know who's who's coming and going now. But um, yeah, I think there's enough. I mean, I, I like the idea of him and, and and Danny Ings playing together. It's going to be quite a good partnership, I think. See that works. Sound good. Yeah. So you say you got 23 goals last season. 
Yeah. Okay, so by contrast, our top scorers in the league were James Ward-Prowse and Danny Ings with seven. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not... I'm not going to say that he's going to go and bang in 22 goals in the Premier League because yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, and I did, I did actually watch a couple of uh, clips of Adams, and I saw he, all his goals as a uh, clip on YouTube. Um, and some of the defending in, the, in those clips was poor. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I don't think he's going to have that space and time in the Premier League to score that many goals. But, you know, I mean, into double figures up there, and we've made an improvement. But yeah, I mean, I do expect him to be slotting in the starting eleven straight away. Yeah, that whole game last season, I watched that. Um, brilliant! He made those defenders look look terrible. Oh, the the hat trick, the hat trick one, yeah, brilliant. And I saw the the Middlesbrough goal. That was that was a brilliant goal, and the Swansea yeah. goal, another good one that he scored last season. Um, so yeah, just solid finishing all round. He's pretty clinical, so. He is, yeah. He's, he's got he's got one of the most natural finishes um, I've seen in a long time. Um, he's the natural born goal scorer. Um, that is exactly what we need. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> but he brings a lot to the team as well. His hold up play is, is is pretty good. He's a strong kid. I'm, oh, okay. That's my next question. Like, how does he? Does he? You know, what does he do aside uh, apart from I'll, banging themselves in? I'll keep on with the goal scoring first, and then we'll get yeah, into yeah. that. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a goal scorer. Um, get him anywhere inside the box, you're pretty confident he's going to put it away. Um, like I say, he's had some bad times, but um, I think he's overcome that. Can I see him getting double figures next season? I certainly can see him getting double figures in the Premier League. Um, certain defences he'll come up against, uh, he'll have a field day. Um, I can't, you know, like I said, you've got to be patient with him. I think that you've got to nurture him. He, obviously, if he doesn't hit the ground running, he didn't hit the ground running for, for us this season. Um, I think he went the first nine games without scoring, while Jukovic kind of was scoring or, or something close to that. And Gary Monk had a word with him, told him to you know not get his act together, but you know what he needs to do. And he, he didn't stop scoring since. So obviously, it could take him a little bit of time to find his feet in the Premier League. But once he does, you can be assured that you will get your money's worth for him. Excellent. And, and you know he's got the best manager to nurture the, him. Um, Hassan Hurt always worked wonders with James Ward-Prowse. I Certainly. Mean, I mean, we had, um, you know about this, Kev, we had like Jan Bednarek on the bench, who had a brilliant World Cup for Poland, yeah. kept him on the bench. We had James Ward-Prowse, who wasn't even, make, wasn't even on the bench. Um, Hassan Hurtle comes in, and suddenly James Ward-Prowse is playing out of skin, and he's made, you know, made the England team. Right. So, it's fine of a good coach, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. We love him. Um, and, yeah, as I say, he's got the best manager to, you know, to, to nurture his talent. Yeah, that's that's and that's what we were hoping for when we left. You know, we knew he was going to go. It was just, you know, we were hoping that we he'd go to the right club, um, that would progress him. It was I for me, it was either Southampton or Watford. I like Watford as well. That they 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 seem to do well with players. They never seem to kind of ruin players as such to see. Mm. And Southampton obviously have a track record of producing and and nurturing good talent. So I'm glad he made the right choice in the end because obviously there was. You know, minor interest from Everton and Burnley, and, and yeah, oh, yeah. We're, we're we're pretty glad. Also. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you didn't choose Burnley. So. Take good care of him. Um, yeah. I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, I mean, Ray obviously uh, listed a few of the goals that he scored last season, but um, do you have a favourite Jay Adams goal? Um, my personal favourite oh, yeah. would have to be the Swansea goal, but only because we were in the front row and he came to celebrate with us. <laughs> so. <laughs> So if you see that clip on YouTube, it's the girl in the pink coat, that's me. So I, 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 I oh. watched it this morning, so I was like, oh, wow, that's a good... No, I like the Middlesbrough one. I think the way that he, he had his back to goal, yeah. and he had two defenders around him, and he swivelled and just, bang, bottom corner. Oh. Amazing. I'm trying it's to magic, he, he scored a few good ones. If you go back and watch, um, I don't know if you've ever seen them, he scored a goal against Wolves when he first signed. I think it was his first goal for us a couple of years ago, and he took this on the half volley, side-footed. Across, sort of across the box, it was, you know, such a, a natural talent, and, and the goal was was well taken. That one, Preston goal this season at home, where he's kind of got in behind the defence, and yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Slide it from the, you know, from the, from an angle, or, or the Fulham goal from the back end of last season, um, oh, on the last yeah. day of the season where he sort of beat one man and then scored from a similar press, you know, a, a similar angle to the Preston one. So yeah, he scored quite a few goals, but you know, like I say, he can do the powerful side and he can do the 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 intricate finishing as well. He, he's got it all. He's oh not. God, yeah. 
when there was an opening for another player to be close to the golden, oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah, he's it. Yeah, so greedy. he's not he's not greedy. He's not selfish. He's very much a team player, and that's, yeah. that's what you need, really, isn't it? Excellent. So, this is making me feel so much better. I'm so excited. Can yeah, I've got like, start already. You can't, <laughs> you can't see, but my hands are in the air. My fists are clenched. I'm like, yes, <laughs> we're getting into Europe, Kev. We're going. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna um ask this one um. <sighs> Any glaring weaknesses? I mean, I've seen that he's not the tallest, so I'm guessing he's not much of an aerial threat. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen mm. him score a header. Yeah. I, um, I don't think I've ever seen him score a header, to be honest. Um, it's it's but, fine if he's not. I mean, we don't we, we don't need him for that. We've got enough height no. in the team, but I'm just... Um, Height's not always an issue, is that? No, I mean, it's not. Duke, yeah, Duke, who's gone six foot to, for all those sorts of goals. Yeah, I'm trying to think where we put um, Obviously... <sighs> And he tailed off a bit towards the end of the season, I hear. But then yeah. the whole team did. So he was tired. They were all tired. Mm. Yeah, they, they were. The, the team were the team were knackered. Um, they, they'd had a long season. They'd have a lot of pressures. And that team, we we were a threadbare squad. So that team played pretty much every game. Most games. Um, confidence, maybe keeping him confident is key. Um, he wasn't for a while, and yeah. that, that showed on the pitch. And it, if you had um, heard us talk about him the season before, we were saying he was lazy. Mm, and yeah. and it, I don't think it was that he was lazy now, looking back on it, I think he wasn't confident. But once he got his scoring boots on, that's it, he's been flying ever since. And I think we had a similar problem with Nathan Redmond. Redmond. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, you, I mean, you know about Redmond, I guess. But, um, of course, yeah. He, um, yeah, last season, the fans are always on his back. Whenever we go up there, it's just... People are shouting abuse at him, but this season, I mean, my God, what a transformation. Yeah. But again, that could yeah. be down to Hasenhurtel. And you can say confidence, look what he's done for Ward Prowse. So he, was, he was brilliant under Hughes, though. He was probably the only player that was. Oh, yeah, I think that's because everyone else was just that crap. He's sort of like, <laughs> and, and he is a good player. So, yeah. Um, um, like I say, perfect manager to, to nurture him. Um, and he can help him with that confidence. Yeah, I, I, I don't, there's nothing really that, that stands up like a sore thumb with Adams that you'd say, you know, really, really needs to work. And it's just his overall game. He just needs to keep working on his game. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. He's got many things to work on still. He's still young. He's still a quite, not a raw talent, but he's got things that he can improve. And if he keeps doing that, you know, he'll keep, he'll keep climbing and his, his value will only keep increasing. So, um, yes or no, can you see him in the England setup before the season's out? Oh, God. Four seasons out. Four seasons out. No, no, straight up no. Because I say England are blessed for strong. Because I think the England, the way that England play, the minute they kind of only play with one up front. Is he going to get ahead of Kane, Wilson, Rashford? No, no. Not unless he comes at the traps absolutely on fire and scoring left, right, and centre, which, which he will do. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, willingness. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm, I, I think in the future I can certainly see him in the England setup in, in some form, given a chance. And it's, you know, it's like we always said when we had Redmond. Obviously, he came through the academy. We always knew Redmond was due for for greatness. And obviously, it was about time that he got his England call up. Unfortunately, obviously, he was dropped. Adams um, mm. is in the same bracket, I would say, uh, as Redmond in terms of. He can do it, obviously, but he's got to have a, a standout. He's got to stand out like a sore thumb to, to do it. Because, obviously, we know what the FA are like. They don't look beyond the top six, rarely. However, Gareth Southgate is known for picking the youth occasionally in friendlies. So, yeah. same to get his... Yeah. May, may get Although, his, not like from it. Southampton. No. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. We get we bypassed know. quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> for Fabian Delph. Yeah, for Fabian Delph. Like, what's all that about? I mean, uh, yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I, I, I keep going back to Matt Letizia. How was Matt Letizia not in that in- team? Uh, yeah. You know? I, I was about to say. The number of times we lost on penalties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's when we needed him. Yeah. yeah we're, st- we're still bitter about it <laughs> after all these years. We couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you about um, Matt Target going to Villa. Yeah. Um, I mean, are, are you buying into the fact that, you know, this has helped fund the Adams deal? Yeah, well, yeah, of course it has, hasn't it? Because, you know, the, the worry for Southampton was what I'd heard previously was that funds, obviously, you're not bankrolled by, you know, an oligarch. So, you know, you didn't want to be spending over the odds. So you needed to almost shift a little bit of dead wood as, as to speak. 
um, to fund this deal to make sure that you have the correct funds. And obviously, yeah, target going to Villa. You think they did it on purpose? I mean, do they really need to spend £14 million on a left back, on a backup left back? That's what I was thinking. I don't understand the, the price tag that, that's been put on him, to be honest. Like, no, but we're, we're young. So happy about it. But. <laughs> he's a good player, certainly. Oh. And from his time at Fulham. But he's got, you know, he's got ability, but is he 14 million? That's, that's debatable. He's got another 10 seasons or so in him, so... It's long longevity, isn't it? I think that's the fair, a fair price. Well, yeah, possibly, yeah. The way money's going these days, yeah, it's a fair point. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think he's worth that. Sorry, Kev, go on. Uh, yeah, no, I've just got a question about, um, about Jay Adams. Uh, um, it's a little bit of an obsession on this podcast with uh, fan chance. Does, uh, does Jay have one uh, to go with him? No, no, it's, it's a bit of... Yeah. It's, it's your obsession, Kev. <laughs> they will tear you apart again. Oh, OK, uh-huh. as in, okay. as in uh, Joy Division. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the gig, the gig, yeah, the gigs, tram gigs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go, Kev. There's my chant for the new season. <laughs> I've got it down already. When he's in the though, you, you feel right seeing that as well, because he does literally... He bullies teams at times, so, you know, it's not... Out of context. No, it was it, it's very much true. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think that is it. To be fair, the chance. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really sing many songs about him. To be honest, we're not big. We don't really sing many individual player songs. To be honest, we're more just we still sing about Stephen Carr and Tevely and <laughs> and now. So you know. <laughs> That's right. We 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 just sing about Pompey all the time. I know. Uh, <laughs> and and Matt Lattis, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> um, but, there was, there was another deal today, actually, that I was going to ask you about. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure you probably don't know anything about him, but um, a, a kid called uh, Ramelo Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, you know, you know anything about him because you know. Yeah, yeah, I do. I know, I know a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I've just heard that he he was supposed to be, you know, prolific at, at this at his youth level. Um, and Liverpool and Man United were um interested. They did. They did have a sniff around. Yeah, um, Mitchell. It, He's very coveted. Mm. Thankfully, you didn't take our prize gem, gem in the crown, which is uh, Jude Bellingham. There's still time. There's still time. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, yeah, I'm just waiting for the final, you know, now in the coffin. Just just seen on Twitter. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll just have to close my laptop and just go for a cry. <laughs> yeah. You've got, again, you've got yourself a good future prospect, to be honest. I know that when we, we went on to win an under-18s cup, um, I can't remember if it was last season or the season before, and we beat Liverpool in the final like 8-2 or 8-4 or something stupid like that, and he scored four of the goals. Um, and, and he's a very, very bright young man again, plenty of talent, um, quick feet. He, again, he's not as physical as Shea. But again, there's time to develop. He's only 16, so yeah, he's got a... Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, you've got yourself a good player. It's a shame, obviously, that Premier League teams these days are able to poach players from the lower leagues if they've not signed a a pro contract. Um, Repeat, really. Um, But it's the way that the EFL and the Premier League have managed to get this in place. So, altogether, you know, obviously briefly on him, he's, again, a a good little pick-up for Southampton, who, again... You know, probably one of the best clubs for him to nurture. You know, his talent. Yeah, hopefully so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kev, have you got any more questions about Che Adams? Um, no, no, no. I think that the the chant one was that, that was about yeah. <laughs> You got your chant in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so I just want to talk about Birmingham next in general. Like, I think you touched on it a little bit at the start of the the show about you know any plans to reinvest this money, um, yeah. because. I mean, from what I'm reading, it's a pretty bleak time for Birmingham at the moment. Um, lots. I mean, I've I've heard that they, you know, the squad is too thin. Yeah. Um, you've recently lost um, Michael Morrison, um, Gary Monk. I think he was quite a popular manager, and he's popular with Saints as well because obviously he's an ex-Saint. Yeah. Um, and now Che Adams, obviously. Uh, are, are you hearing any incomings, or are you just like selling and then promoting from the youth? Um, I, I, are, you, are you hearing from your board at all? Is there money available? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Touchy subject. Mm. Yeah, I, I try and keep up to date the best I can. It's um, difficult though, isn't it? Really, the club obviously fi- uh, failed FFP last year in profit and sustainability. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got us. We're selling the stadium. We're to to the, to the board themselves. They're buying it themselves um, to offset some of that. So they'll put that into kind of balance the books. 
Um, we sold Hotter to Villa, which you know went down like a ton of bricks. Oh yeah, I saw that one as well. Yeah, about four million pound, and Gary Gardner came the other way, which was fine because you know we had Gardner last season on loan. Um, but everything had been quiet. It was kind of just a case of another player went out the door. No talk of, of, of any incomings. Another player went out the door. No talk of any incomings. Um, we were sat in the other room, weren't we? And uh, popped up on Twitter, monk sacked, and then the 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 words that came of that were very controversial and juxtaposed. Yeah. We we didn't really understand what the statement was trying to say. Yeah, it basically said that they're looking to obviously bring through more youth than they have done in previous years, which is a bit of an outrageous statement considering how much good talent we produced in the youth um, and that but then at the same time they were saying well they want to you know, invest in the youth that, that there is money there to spend and they're looking to reinvest into the playing squad we haven't spent a penny so far um, but in the last couple of days thankfully this week things have picked up and we're supposedly signing a, a young Spanish centre back from Man City who's mm-hmm. been up to um, Levante Deportivo La Coruña so we're supposed to be bringing him in. We're bringing in, um, I think it's Puskas, Romanian striker, under 21s at Inter Milan. Um, young Croatian midfielder. So things have picked up in the last couple of days. There's a couple of exciting names being linked with. I think Moy Gomez from Villarreal, mm-hmm. who was at Villarreal. We've got a few youth players that have signed as well. Yeah. Already, so that's okay, so uh, turning so around. Yeah, yeah, it is. If you'd have asked me this at the weekend, I'd have said things are extremely bleak and I don't want to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> several names have popped up, and we know that we have either solid interest in them or we've made a bid. Um, but if you, again, we've got competition. Leeds want um, Leeds want the midfielder, the Man City centre back, the Spanish one. Again, Levante want to try and resign him. So it's kind of like you know, nothing's guaranteed, but. We're sort of, in my opinion, six or seven players short of a squad. You know, Michael Morrison's been our captain for the last five years and he's gone because they can't agree a contract because he wants three years, but he's over the age of 30, etc. That's it's bad. That's bad. bad. It's bad, yeah. It's, it's not, I think that the, the, the club want to go in a different direction. They want to play a little bit more possession-based football and with all due respect to Michael Morrison, while he's a leader and That's put nice. his body on the line, he, couldn't, he can't distribute a ball. Um, so, but it's sad to see him go, you know, nevertheless. Um, obviously, we're a winger down with Hossa. We're two wingers down because Mahoney left to go back. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, Shea's gone, so we've only got two first-team recognised strikers now. So, yeah, we kind of need two strikers, two wingers, centre midfielder, and a goalkeeper, really. and a goalkeeper. Oh, even my. Though <laughs> so I sort you out with one of them. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've got plenty of them. You can have, you can have um, Fraser Forster if you want. Well, I don't know. Do you know how much he's getting paid a week? Then wait till you see that. And then you are, that's why we can't shift him. 70, maybe, in that, in that sort of region? I know he's more than that. No, he's the highest paid third choice goalkeeper in the world. That's outrageous. I was going to say, because you've got Angus Gunn, who, who's a talent. And then yeah. Alex McCarthy. Alex McCarthy, yeah, who's a, who's a good goalkeeper. Mm. Um, but it's funny you should say earlier about how many sort of strikers you've got now. Well, I say how many you've got. So I was saying, I was asked the other week, obviously, when we knew that Southampton were interested, and I said if we could get him and his wages weren't too much, I'd be interested in taking Charlie Austin. I don't know why they didn't do a part exchange. I was thinking that. I thought, we, we want to get rid of Austin. I would have thought wages would have been... Yeah... He's earning a taste, but it'll you know it'll be a fair chunk. I think we're trying to cut the wage bill down to no more than twenty grand a week on a player. So yeah, the would have to probably still be paying something on his wages. Hmm. Yeah. So I think that would have been a big issue. If they, I think they'll try and send him out to someone that can obviously just cover his wages, and they'll take a cut on the the price. Or I would have thought so anyway. <laughs> um, but obviously, you guys will know more about that than we do. But yeah, um, <laughs> Villa are actually interested in another one of our defenders, Jack Stevens. Um, or Jack fucking Stevens. Yeah, affectionately known as Jack fucking Stevens, because yeah, <laughs> they can just fucking take him. He's, <laughs> isn't that bad? Oh god, have you not seen him? Um, glimpses, but I couldn't really give you my opinion on him. Oh, okay. Um, well, you'd only have to watch a glimpse. Trust me, then you'd form your own opinion. It's um, yeah, <laughs> he's he's a horror show. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're giving him to Villa then. <laughs> yes, I don't know why they. I mean, they're raiding us for the shittiest players that we have, and they're going to spend like twenty-five million quid doing it. So yes, 
Maybe make it do a do a three for the price of two and give him Wesley Hoot as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be incredible? Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, predictions for you next season. Um. Where do you think you're going to finish? Um. Well. It, it's kind of a it's kind of a theoretical one. It's more a case of like if we have the squad currently, um, we'll hover lower mid table. Um, probably being a, a sort of a relegation scrap again. Um, but with the names we're being linked with, they're incredibly coveted players and they're really, really talented players. If we can get a squad together of that sort, calibre of player, with player we, we know we've already got a, a good core um, and we can bring through one or two of the, the exciting youth, I would say we could push for you know higher mid-table, maybe even a late push for playoffs. Um, it, it, we know that our transfer business was going to define our season we haven't really started yet as such um, we prepared ourselves for Shea but it was all about what we were going to do with the money and that's where we can make our decision on, on the, the season's ending really um, we, you know, my hope is just anywhere in upper mid table would be you know, happy for me but I don't know if you would, would agree with that Em um, for me anything above Oh, gosh. Last season I said 13th, and I'd have to go with the same. because. Where I'd did you finish last season, by the way? 16th? It 15th. was okay. about 16th, 17th, we, but we, we did have a nine-point deduction. Yeah. So if we hadn't had that, we would have been about 13th, 14th, so That's we were fine. on... About nine, yeah, 13th, 12th, so yeah, it was, it was one of them seasons. We, we ended up having to kind of win our last few games to make sure we didn't get pulled into a relegation scrap, which was really strange considering... Two thirds of the season we're pushing for the playoffs. Yeah, so, crazy. Um, it was a strange season for us. It really was, but I, I can say that we've had even stranger seasons in the last couple of years. So it yeah, was good fun, though. That's always been good fun. But yeah, I, I would, you know, anything above where we finished last season. To be honest, you know, I'm not a greedy person. I'm realistic, um, and I know that we sell players like Shane. We're trying to replace them. You know, we we sold three players: Michael Morrison, Hotter, and Shane. Between them, they had thirty three goals and I think something like 17 assists so we've lost yeah. goals just, just from three players going Morrison back in seven goals so yeah um, it's, it's going to be pretty tricky trying to replace those goals yeah yeah it really is they are probably a good solid you know 65-70% of our goals last season so uh, yeah tricky uh, the recruitment's got to be spot on this summer I'm hoping it is and that the the board don't mess up like they've done in previous years. So, um, but if you want to come back to me in about a month's time, I'll tell you my opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kev, is there anything you want to ask? Um, no, no. I think uh, we've talked about just about everything that I could have imagined <laughs> about Birmingham City and about Jay Adams. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we've got a few left yeah. of field questions for you. Okay, guys, right, so I'm just going to um, ask a few questions, um, a few fun questions. Um, yeah. Okay, if you could have one Saints player for your team next season, who would you pick? Wesley who? Wesley who? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say something like that. Um, I'd have Sam Gallagher back. Really? Well, you've been a really, this realistic I'm being realistic, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah oh, no, you don't have to be realistic, you can just take anyone. All right, Nathan Redmond, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're a big fan of Nathan Redmond. We kind of hoped he'd come back one day, but can't see if that happening. Um, I quite like Mario Lamina, to be honest. Um, might be a bit of a left field choice. No, it's, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's mixed with him because I mean, there's there's rumours flying around this week that he, he could be on the um on the transfer list. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. To say we've got quite a strong central midfield, and I don't really. I don't know, I think he's at the back of the list at the moment. Oh, is he? Mm. Uh, he? He quite impressed me in the World Cup. And when I saw him at times last year, Saints, obviously, watching match of the day, he kind of caught my eye. Not that he's like a world beater or anything like that, but he's, he's got a good range of passing. He's very energetic. Um, if I was to pick, obviously, a standout choice, you know, which is an obvious one, it'd be more Prowse, because obviously, um, it's fantastic set-piece delivery and... and um, very, very good range of passing and is, is, is an all-round good midfielder. So um, either one of those two would be nice. Thank you. <laughs> okay, if the question was reversed, I'd probably have to take Jukovic, I think. But quite, he was born in Southampton, you know. 
Yes, yeah, just sign yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a Southampton lad, yeah, so we yeah. have him back. He, he didn't get through the uh, our youth academy and they shipped him away, but yeah. No, I, I remember he scored a goal. Um, I can't remember. I, it was on loan somewhere in Scotland. I think it was Motherwell. Yeah. And yeah. He scored this amazing volley. Yeah. Um, and I saw it on, my, on um, Soccer AM once, and I thought, wow, I completely forgot about him. Um, and yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, I thought that was a brilliant goal. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, you'd have to fight me for him. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's popular. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, do you have like what you centre halves like? Because we could we could use one of them. Um, centre halves we've got. We don't Har- have many of. We've got uh, Harley Dean. We brought him in. For oh, Brent. he was a he was a Saints youth as well, I believe. Was, was he? Yeah, I believe he uh, was. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's probably our best defender. Um, centre back, very very comfortable on the ball. Decent amount of pace. The only thing that lets him down is he's not the tallest, so airily sometimes he gets um, beaten. Beaten, but he's an all-round, you know, proper solid defender who's a who's a ball player. And then we've got Mark Roberts, who we bought him from Barnsley for about three and a half million, again under Redner. Um, you know, Barnsley's captain. He was an outstanding centre, big lad, but again comfortable on the ball. Um, big, big chance from this season. Yeah, massive chance from this season. Who I I think he's a very talented player, but again he's one of those that's kind of the scapegoat for, 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 for fans and, and Robert seems to fall under that that category scapegoat but I think it's unfair um, so yeah I'd go for Harley Dean's probably the, be- the better of the two there cool we'll take him we'll begin for this one um, okay so a couple of questions for fun um, right would you rather wear an Aston Villa shirt every single day for five years or sleep in a haunted house for ten years Oh, haunted house, ten years, all day, <laughs> straight away. Oh yeah, no question with that one. I wouldn't be able to do the haunted house, but I wouldn't be able to do the villa shirt, so I'd probably just jump off the Gilmerick and be done with it. No, you just jump. <laughs> I actually, I asked Kev the same question, obviously with Pompey, not Villa, and and he said exactly the same as as you did, James. He just went, yeah, haunted house, easy. You, you, you can't, can you? It's just kind but of. I, like, you know, as a host of a Saints podcast, I openly admitted to what I would wear a Pompey shirt rather than staying in a haunted house for ten years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm t- I can't do haunted houses. No, no, I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm such a wimp. But yeah, uh, I mean, at least, at least with the, um, the Pompey shirt, maybe you could put like a jacket over the top of it or something. Yeah, mm. exactly. <sighs> yeah, I think nah, nah. <laughs> I still feel, I still feel ill. What if we added the caveat that the house was haunted by the ghost of former Villa players? <laughs> <laughs> I'd still rather do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm that bad. Yeah. Uh. You'd start fighting them. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, another one. Uh, would you rather be twice the height of Peter Crouch or half the height of Lionel Messi? I'd have the height of Lionel Messi, mainly, or half the height. Yeah, Yeah, I'd love to be small. I've always been... So, yeah, that's basically 13 foot 4 or 2 foot 8. 2 foot 8. 2 foot 8, yeah. Really? I saw a guy on the tube today that was about that height, and I thought, I just remembered your question. I thought, see? Yeah, I can live a normal life. Try doing that at 12 foot. No, it's 13 foot. 13 foot, yeah. I mean, like I said to you, you could play basketball. That's true. That's true. But you know, you'd also get in tiny little cardboard boxes if you're two foot eight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't think I could live like two foot eight. Yeah. You could get a job as a forklift. <laughs> Not a forklift driver, just a forklift. Trampling <laughs> <laughs> around with you everywhere to, to reach the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two foot eight, yeah, no, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't do that. Um, Kev, have you got any more questions at all? Um, no, I don't think I can top them, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty good questions. They were good. Yeah. Um, right, okay, I think that's about it, if you're done, Kev. Yeah, it's, it's been a fascinating uh, journey, and it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on. No, no. Well, I appreciate thanks for having it. us. I loved it. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, thank you. I mean, I, no, I didn't realise that you were, um, like, doing your podcast and you like, going on holiday tomorrow and stuff like that, so... Yeah, you know, it's, it's great that you actually had the time. And I did um, watch a couple of your YouTube videos. I wanted to see your... I watched the reaction for the Gary Monk sacking. Okay, yeah. And oh. I watched another <laughs> one. Um, I can't remember. It escapes me now. But, yeah, there was. Um, it was good. What I liked what I saw. 
so that's when I started. Yeah, I, I messaged you and see if you wanted to come on. But yeah, it's um, it's been great. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. Like we like to obviously talk to other fans and and get our opinions across. And it's always helpful, obviously, to give that insight to a player that you obviously for sure haven't watched every every week in week out, which which we have, so we can give a little bit more. Um, for what you can expect and obviously we just in return ask for you to, to beat Villa twice this season that's <laughs> kind of what we asked from you yeah, we the reason we started really was to interact with other footballing fans so yeah. it's, it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having us on no problem um, you oh, know, yeah. we, if, we, if we draw you in the cup then maybe we'll get you back on again that'd be good and yeah, like yeah, I said before if, when, when we get relegated, we'll um we'll be playing <laughs> the next season. <laughs> don't do this. I, I do it every year. It's just, it's going to be close again, isn't it? So yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'll let you guys go because you've got your one to do. But before you go, can you um like plug your stuff? Yeah, can do. Okay, so we're Emily and James from Birmingham Fan TV. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and obviously YouTube. We also have our podcast on um, Spotify iTunes and Anchor and we try and publish when the season's going four videos a week that's preview, review, podcast and then another sort of fun video that we do um, James is the, the main guy in front of the camera I'm more behind the scenes but yeah um, we're building a fan TV and, and, and that's that really <laughs> Brilliant, thank you very much Yeah, and uh, bon voyage I hope you have a fantastic time in America oh, thank, thank you, you very much We'll try Cool, right, thanks guys, I'll speak to you soon. No worries. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.